Dan Sedano. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday than when my guy, Dr. Clapper, and the Weekend Warrior Show, 7 to 9 a.m. Saturday mornings. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. From now on, I am not Robert Clapper. I want you to call me Smokey. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Dr. Smokey Clapper. That's the greatest. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. <laughs> Steve Paulette, you're the greatest. Playing the music from Lawrence of La Brea. <laughs> no, Lawrence of Arabia. Look at that theme. That's fantastic. Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. I'm so excited to talk about the desert and the magic of the desert. Nobody knows it best or better than my guest, David Smith. David, thanks so much for making time for this this morning. I really appreciate it. No sweat, Dr. Clapper, and I'm just really happy I'm not having to grow turf in the middle of the desert right now <laughs> like our, our dear friends in Arizona. <laughs> Listen, I want to play my inspiration to talk to you. Listen to this song, which you'll remember. Oh, yes. I was looking at all the life, he says. I was looking at all the life. Right. There were plants and birds. and birds and rocks and things. There were sand and hills and rain. All the life. The first thing I met was a fly with a buzz and the sky. With no sky with no clouds. The heat was hot and the ground was dry, but the air was full the of The air was sound. full of sound. So, David, I want to ask you. Tell us what it means to you. You know, I had a great professor in orthopedic surgery, Dr. Ranawat, say, teach me. Robert, the eyes don't see what the mind doesn't know. We need to learn from you, David. What does he mean the air was full of sound looking at all that life? What is it on every level, every sense, what we see, what we hear, and even beyond about Joshua Tree? So I, I am remembered when I was a young ranger about 20, 25 years ago, living in the southern portion of the park at the time, where all I could get was AM radio at the time, by the way, so I was quite, quite familiar with uh, the L.A. market. And uh, it, was, it was about 112, 114 degrees Fahrenheit. I was on patrol, and uh, I pulled off, and I, I just went out into the desert, and I just sat there for a while in the shade of a, of a creosote bush. And uh, it, it was this overwhelming both sound of silence, which, wow. which it can overwhelm you, but also the, the sound of life, the sound of uh, the, the insects that were there at the time, the, the sound of, uh, of hawks and golden eagles in the distance shrieking, uh, the sound of the wind, you know, caressing the, the, the creosote. I mean, it's, it is an overwhelming sound of silence, but trust me, there's a lot of depth to it as well. There's a great line in this song as well. Uh, where he says the ocean is a desert with its life underground and a perfect disguise <laughs> above. The, the levels, yeah. you know, as a surgeon, there's the skin, there's the subcutaneous fat, there's the fascia, there's the tendon, there's the periosteum, then there's the bone, and then I go into the joint. Our bodies are like a seven-layer cake uh, in terms of how we're made. 
the desert, right? It's it's the sky, then it's the mountaintops, the mountain itself, then the earth, and then you go below the earth. Each of those levels, there's life in each one of those levels. So what's nice working at a park that's the size of a small eastern state is that you've got all these different levels of, of life that are there. And if you go down to the salt flats, the lowest elevations in the park, where today it is going to be about 115 or 116 degrees, and you and you you know that that there there are there are fossils from from the from the Pleistocene from animals that are there that that occasionally stick their heads out from the the dirt that's down at the bottom of the basin, and as you go up higher and higher in elevation, you start seeing creosote, and then you go a little higher and you'll start seeing Joshua trees. You still go higher, you've got uh, pinyon pines and junipers growing up there at, at five and six thousand feet inside the park. You know, all along the way, you're you're watching the, the life zones change from. From, from desert tortoises to, to different types of snake species to, to deer, to you know, mule deer, to bighorn sheep, to, to mountain lions as you go up you know, each layer. There are so many different layers of life uh, you know, to be seen if you're willing to open your eyes and go for a walk. The artist Claude Monet and Andy Warhol then kind of copied it by making his silk screens of Marilyn Monroe or Mao Zedong with just different colors. But I believe he stole that idea from Claude Monet who painted the same haystack, but he painted it in different times of day, and then he mm-hmm. painted it during different seasons. You literally are looking at the same haystack, but it's a different haystack depending on the time of year or the time of day. Same thing as a surfer, which is my passion. It's the same break, the same ocean, but it's completely different every time I look at it. The desert, the same thing. Tell us about nighttime in the desert oh man well um it, it is it is overwhelming because you know growing up in the southland i, I you know for me a, a constellation was watching a you know a 747 on its way down to Lindbergh field you know that was about all i saw in the sky and uh when i when i first became a, a ranger out in utah working out in the middle of nowhere and saw the stars and saw the milky way for the first time it was it was an overwhelming experience hmm. And I, I was working out at a little detached unit of Canyonlands, uh, which is a national park out in Utah, and I would, I would sleep outside at night. I had a cot set up outside the trailer. Mm. And, you know, to be able to, to watch during the course of an evening all these constellations and all these stars turn overhead, you know, 180 degrees as the Earth spins. Mm. And, and to feel that I was part of that for the first time. Uh, that, that's what happens when you go out at night at a place like Joshua Tree that's you know, 120 miles from L.A. and 200 miles from Phoenix. And it, it is it, you know, dark night skies. Uh, and for a lot of people, this is their first chance ever, ever, ever seeing the Milky Way, which you know, blows the mind when you think that like all people in human history, every time they looked up at the sky, they saw you know, the, the Milky Way. But for the last century, you know, that's been blotted out by, by human-made lights. Mm. You're unbelievable. I just love hearing you passionately talk about. So, David, who are you? Where did you grow up? What did your father do for a living? And how? Do, 